0: Welcome, everybody, to Run, Jump, Stomp, your thoughts on gaming. If you want to be part of the conversation, it is incredibly easy to do so. Just grab your smartphone and download the Anchor app. Once you're there, search for Run, Jump, Stomp, hit the star, hit that voice message button, send me a message, and I will play it on the show. With that being said, let's start off with our
1: very first caller of the day. Hey, Run, Jump, Stomp. I am reaching out to talk about New Super Mario Bros U and how people are saying that Nintendo might be playing it safe or that they've used the same features and assets over the years, the same game engine. I was wondering, why do you think Nintendo hasn't brought back a port or a remake for New Super Mario, for Super Mario Bros 2 on the NES? I mean, We've seen like the return of Birdo and Peach Can Fly, so it's obvious that there's some features that were taken from that game, but how come we haven't been able to get like pulling plants, or finding a potion that takes you into a secret door that might give you an extra life or an item, or maybe the slot machine, like simple features like that that aren't in New Super Mario Bros. So what do you think? Thanks. You
0: know, I don't know why Nintendo seems to have forgotten about Super Mario Brothers 2. I I had that game when I was a kid. I adored that game. It was very, very different from the original. Uh, like, you could ride on top of the enemies uh, and then pick them up and throw them at somebody else. Like, they had mushrooms in the game, but it was really more about hearts than mushrooms. Um, the The game was just fantastic it introduced the mechanics of Peach being floaty and Toad being really strong and it's the first time where Lu- I think it was the first time where Luigi had a different jump than Mario like in order to differentiate him and for those of you that don't know it was actually a reskin of a game because it wasn't the original Super Mario Brothers 2 the original Super Mario Brothers 2. Used the exact same engine as Super Mario Bros. 1, and it was really, really difficult. Um, some people say that the, like, it was one of Mr. Miyamoto's, uh, worst, uh, worst, uh, examples of his level design because it had things like blind jumps or, um, you know things that you wouldn't expect to kill you would kill you which can be very very frustrating to the player and I, I i don't know i i played a little bit of it and it was fine i i didn't hate it or anything but um there was randomness to it that would get you killed and that can be pretty frustrating you know like the wind would change direction mid jump and then you would fall to your death like that kind of thing is not not good game design at least in my opinion. Um now if the wind is predictable then that's a completely different story. Okay, we've gotten off on a tangent. So they decided that the original Super Mario Brothers 2 was too difficult to send to the west because we wouldn't like it over here. Uh so what they did is they had already made this game called Doki Doki Panic uh, and basically they just replaced the four main characters with the main characters from um from the Mario from the Mushroom Kingdom. So that's why that game plays so differently, but just because something's different doesn't mean it's worse because I really really enjoyed Super Mario Brothers too. When I was a kid, I never beat it. Uh I didn't beat that game until I was an adult and it was really really fun. The bosses were cool. Uh you, you like it introduced things like Birdo, which would shoot an egg, and then you had to jump on the egg and uh you would basically ride the egg until you picked it up out of the air, and then you would take it back and throw the egg at Birdo. Like things like that were really cool. It had you had the ability to pick up blocks and stack them to make platforms for yourself to get to the next area. I always thought that was really awesome and it introduced those cool mask things where when you took a key, this mask would chase you down and it wouldn't like it would follow you from screen to screen. And that was kind of scary. And so you would drop the key when it got close and then it would fly away and you'd pick it back up again. It was always really cool. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was always really cool. And I was always a fan of that game. And and every time that new Super Mario games come out, like Super New Super Mario Brother uh, you deluxe, which, uh, my son and I have been playing and enjoying. It's a really good game. Even every time one of those kind of games came out, I kept thinking to myself the exact same thing that you were thinking. Why don't they bring back some Super Mario 2 stuff? Why is it always Bowser? I would love to have to fight Wart again. Wart, the, if you didn't know, the final boss of, um, of Super Mario Brothers 2 was Wart, this giant frog who wanted to be king. And I, I thought that was really cool. Like Characters like Mouser, which is this giant mouse that would throw bombs at you. I would love to go back to that, to the world of, I think it was called Dreamland. I'm, I'm not positive off the top of my head. But It was really awesome. I loved the mechanics, and it's something that Nintendo has not done since, and it's just sitting there in their back pocket, and I don't know if they feel like that game was a mistake because they've never gone back to it, kind of like if you look at um, all of the Zelda games, all of the 2D Zelda games, they're all top-down except for Zelda 2, which I read a, th- a thing the other day which made me laugh. Uh, Zelda 2 is the original Dark Souls, which I thought that was really funny. Um, Zelda 2 was this side-scrolling thing I mean, it also had like a top-down element, but it was mostly a game that was focused on the side-scrolling element and uh, uh, very, very difficult combat. And Nintendo never really went back to that. Um, by the way, if you've never played it, and you've got a Nintendo Switch, it is now available, Zelda 2 is, on your Nintendo Switch if you have Nintendo Switch online. So I highly recommend you check it out, but be prepared to be frustrated and die a lot. Um, I've never beaten that game, and I've never gotten very far in that game because I always I didn't own it myself until I was an adult, and I, I bought a copy that I keep on my shelf behind me, uh, just like something to sit there and taunt me and say, ha ha, you've never done this. but um i recommend that you check it out but zelda 2 and mario 2 they were both games that wildly departed from the roots of their predecessors and that's something that nintendo has always kind of done you know they always kind of change things up and make things different and I hate the idea that Nintendo looks at those two games and think of thinks of them as such a mistake that they never want to go back and try something like that again. Uh, so I would I agree with you. I would love to see Nintendo bring back not just um, you know Super Mario Brothers two, you know remaster that thing, make it look beautiful. Use um don't well don't use the new Super Mario Brothers engine because I feel like that's kind of, uh, it, it's looking long in the tooth. Everything looks kind of plasticky. I like the level design in those games, but I don't like the the look of the game. It doesn't feel right. Um, use like the Smash Brothers engine. I think that game looks amazing. And I would love to see a side-scrolling game looking like Super Mario, or, or, um, sorry, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but playing like Super Mario 2. I think that would be a really amazing experience, and I would also like to see uh, it look like uh, or a a, a Zelda side scroller that looks like Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and plays like if you're Link in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think that that would be fantastic. Obviously, with less less super high jumping, like get rid of the double jump so that he can't just jump over enemies and stuff like that. But I would love, love, love to see both of those games, which were wildly different than their predecessors and wildly different from anything that followed. I would love to see that make a comeback. Great idea. In addition to being a huge fan of video games, I'm also a really big fan Of Star Wars. And that's kind of the reason why I've been pretty disappointed with what Disney has done with the Star Wars franchise in relation to the video game industry. This has nothing to do with the movies. In fact, I'm a big fan of the Disney era Star Wars movies. And uh, I know that there's a lot of people out there that really dislike them. I think they're great, but this isn't a movie podcast. This is a podcast about video games. So I want to talk about what I would like to see come from Disney as far as Star Wars. Now, if you didn't know right now, EA has the exclusive rights to make Star Wars games for, I I believe, home console and PC. Uh, I'm pretty sure other companies can make um, like mobile titles but I don't cover mobile stuff, really. So, before we get into my problems with that, I'd want to say that Star Wars Battlefront 2, which is a game that came out for Xbox One and PS4 last year. I think it was last year. Maybe it was the year before. Yeah, I think it was the year before. Um, That game, that is a fantastic game that had a really, really horrible launch. And the reason it had such a horrible launch was because EA tried to microtransaction the hell out of it. And the the fans of the genre, the fans of the game, the fans of Star Wars kind of said, uh, this far, no farther, you're not doing that. If you do, we're not going to buy it. Uh, EA, they took the hint. You know, credit to EA, and that's not something you'll usually hear me say, because I'm not a fan of the company, and most of their games are not games that I would really care about anyway, but full credit to EA, they listened to the backlash, and they adjusted. They took all of the pay-to-win nonsense out of the game, and they decided to create um, all of their microtransactions around cosmetic stuff, which I am totally fine with. As video games get more and more expensive to make, a lot of gamers, they tend to balk at the idea of paying more than $60 for a game. And you have to remember that inflation means that over time, the average price of $60 per game, which it, that's been the average price for a really long time now, the, the if you adjust for inflation... The average price of buying a video game has gone down significantly over time, while the cost of developing a video game over time has increased. So I totally get why developers like EA want to bring microtransactions into their games. And as long as they do it in a way that's just... Um, how do I want to phrase this? That's just like cosmetic and doesn't affect the gameplay then I'm totally fine with it and that's what EA ended up doing with Star Wars Battlefront now unfortunately the damage was done the reputation of that game was uh smeared and because of that it didn't launch well and uh, well I guess fortunately for us uh you can get that game really cheap these days uh, and I recommend it. the The single player campaign is short but really, really fun. The story is interesting. The voice acting is great. It brings back the uh, like Mark Hamill and them are are back for their voice acting, and I think that they did a great job. Like Dice did a great job making uh, an experience that feels like Star Wars getting EA out of the mix would have done this game wonders, but that's not what happened, and it launched and did really, really poorly. Now, let's talk about what I would like to see happen with Disney, and this is not because of what happened with Star Wars Battlefront, but what I would like Disney to do is is form a team that their sole focus is to uh, review. And approve or uh, what's the opposite of approve? Um, I know you're probably screaming at your headphones right now. Why doesn't he know this word? Um, Basically turn down either approve or turn down uh, propositions by video game developers that want to make a Star Wars game you know they they could sit in a big room they could say okay uh let's let's check the boxes does this fit into the to the lore um does this developer have any experience making a game like this in whatever genre that they happen to be picking um is this something that we think people will want to play you know they can they can answer those questions and they can either pr- approve or deny there's that word deny they can either approve or deny the request of game developers to make Star Wars games and I think that this would really improve uh, what we would end up seeing because instead of having one gaming company just one in charge of all Star Wars games which there's recently been a couple of uh, cancellations of Star Wars games that were coming out and I don't know if this is because Disney has lost confidence with EA, I hope so. Or if it's just um like these games weren't progressing as they wanted to. But there's been a couple of cancellations and instead of having all Star Wars from one company, you know, we could get like 7 8 Star Wars games every year. You know, maybe one where you're a, a Jedi going on a mission or one where you're a bounty hunter trying to do, like 1313. Uh maybe one where you're just a droid or you could have, you know, a sequel to Star Wars Rebellion. Like it would be amazing to see Star Wars stuff in all these different genres made by a bunch of different companies but approved by Lucasfilm and Disney. And I think that that's really the better way to go. You know, I mentioned this on Twitter and if you don't follow me on Twitter uh it's at run jump stomp. But I mentioned this on Twitter. And somebody had replied, and I, I don't have it in front of me, I'm sorry, but somebody replied, Well, you know, uh Disney's already doing this with Marvel. Like they have a team that's approving projects. Like, yes, you can make this game. No, you can't make this game. And it seems to be working pretty well. So hopefully that's the kind of that's the kind of avenue that, um, that, that Disney takes with Star Wars and video games, because I think at the end of the day, it would be really, really awesome to have more than just EA working on Star Wars games because they don't seem to be interested in anything that isn't like AAA, ridiculous budgets, that kind of thing. And, I would hate to see such an awesome IP fall by the wayside because EA can't think of anything creative to do with it. And uh, I would love if DICE could just say, I don't know if EA owns DICE or not, but I would love it if DICE could just say, um, hey, Disney, how about you become our publisher and we make Star Wars Battlefront 3 for you guys and we'll make it the way that we want to make it without the suits over at EA uh getting into them into the mix and mixing things up and ruining things. So, my question to you guys, because remember, this is a call-in show. I want you guys to call in and let me know what you think. This is your thoughts on games, not not just Bill's thoughts on games. I want to hear from you guys. Um, what type of Star Wars games would you like to see uh and what developer would you like uh, to, to have uh, make that game? So, for example, I would really, really like to see a strategy, a tactical uh, turn-based strategy game, a sequel, basically, to Star Wars Rebellion. Now, if you've never played Star Wars Rebellion, you pick either The Empire or The Rebellion, And you have like this big galactic map. I played this back in the 90s, this big galactic map. And uh, you you recruit um, you recruit um, agents to work for you. So basically, like Han Solo has a very high charisma. So you would send Han Solo out to recruit people to work for you. And he might recruit uh, someone uh, to the. To the rebellion, and then you can send them on missions based on their strengths, based on their characteristics. You could, you know, if a planet is is having uh, like a civil war kind of thing, or if there if there's unrest, you would send Princess Leia because she's got a lot of leadership abilities. That kind of thing. So, I would love to see a full on uh, sequel to that game, and you know where I would like to see it, and this is going to this is gonna make some people crazy because I just said that I don't like mobile games. I would like to see it on uh, iPad. I would like to be able to just touch the different points of the screen because this is not an action game. This is all menus based. Uh, Star Wars Rebellion was, and you know you just touch the planet, uh, select the thing that you want to happen, and then maybe drag uh, one of your agents over onto that planet to send them there to do their job and give them a mission. It's incredibly fun. As far as which developer I would like to see do that, that's really tough because I don't know. I don't play mobile games very much. And I don't know which developers are good at that kind of game. But that just kind of gives you an idea of what I'm looking for, what my question is. So... What games, what kind of games do you want to see from the Star Wars universe? And obviously, sky's the limit. It's all hypothetical. Uh, Call in using the Anchor app. Uh, Keep in mind, it restricts what you say to one minute. And I will play your thoughts on the next show. Thank you. That's it for this episode of Run, Jump, Stomp. Big thank you. To everybody who sent in a question a comment or an idea if you want to uh, be part of the show all you have to do is use the anchor app send your idea it doesn't have to be a question it can be about old games it can be about new games it can be about anything in the gaming industry tell me what you're excited about ask me questions what you want to know about let's talk about video games here on run jump stomp thank you again use that anchor app and be part of the show. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye.